Hey, everybody. Welcome to BAT. I am your host, Dale underscore A. This week, we're pivoting a little bit, and what I have for you here is our very first episode that we launched our Kofi page with. And if you don't know, our Kofi page is for supporters who want to show us a little love, and in turn, they get exclusive episodes that we may not release to the main feed. Our very first episode was with our great friend, Jonesy Loves Beer, and he he said, let's do Beastmaster 2 Portal Through Time, because it meant a lot to him. Perfect. It meant a lot to him. It means a lot to us. So um, I hope you enjoy, and if you like it, consider donating to our Kofi page. It's ko-fi.com slash batandspider. And what that will get you is access to a, a private podcast feed that will give you new shows to listen to, in, which included this one, and uh, it includes one with our technical advisor, Slim, co-host of the 70mm podcast. We did Return of the Living Dead with him, and also we just released one that I did with the boys over at Dune Pod, and we watched Battle Beyond the Stars. So that was really fun, and if you want to listen to those now, you can get access via our Kofi. But uh, so if you donate once, you have access to all the episodes that we do from here out. And we love you for it. We definitely appreciate that. Um, God, I'm, I'm terrible at this, aren't I? Um, what's, what else is going on with me? I watched a movie called Vice Academy. Did you guys watch this? Um, I watched it on the Arrow Player. And it, it was like a, you know, it's like a horny spoof of Police Academy. Linnea Quigley is in it. Ginger Lynn. And uh, boy, it was, it was, I think, put out by USA Productions, or it was put out by USA, but, um, and premiered on USA Up All Night, which I love. It, this movie definitely had boobs in it, so that, they wouldn't have been shown on, on USA, but I guess maybe in the direct-to-video market, you could have seen the uncut version of Vice Academy. Boy, two stars. I was watching this movie and I see this lady from, she played a, a hooker in this movie. And what I knew her from was in 1999 and the year 2000, I watched Young and the Restless pretty regularly. And this lady playing a hooker in Vice Academy and she played like this terrible trash mom in Young and the Restless, but it got it got to me thinking, and, I, uh, it, it, and it got me wondering about other cast members that I, uh, you know, that I would that were in the show during the time I watch it. And I started searching around, and boy, these I mean, these people that I I just knew people get old. That's my point. People get old, and it it throws me for a loop sometimes. I mean, you know, you see a Sharon Newman heiress to the Genoa City, you know, Newman. Enterprises fun and uh, you know like people like this they're like when I was watching the show they were really setting the world on fire they were setting Genoa City on fire and now they're just you know they're getting old just like the rest of us and and what sucks is we all feel the same inside don't we no matter how old we get we still feel like we're we're ready to take on the world and spend every day with your girlfriend watching Young and the Restless rather than do anything else with your with your life. Um, anyway, uh, I'm going to get the, I'm going to hit the mailbag because, you know, it's just us here and, um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I got to put some, I got to put some content into the beginning of this episode before we start. So let's go through the mailbag here. Mm -mm -mm. 
First up, Tim Hamilton. Thank you, Tim. Uh, Dear Chuck and Marcy, no mail last week. Unacceptable. I've been so busy with a new dog and work and editing a podcast that I don't know which way is up lately. I missed a few movies, but wanted to write in and let you know that I'm still listening and enjoying Bat and Spider or Goblin if you rebrand. I know another podcast is using that using that name, but I say just, just rearrange the letters of Goblin and call the podcast Blingo. Thanks for mentioning my kid's book two or three weeks ago. Love, Tim. Well... Tim, thank you for the email. I, I'm I will pass I will pass your 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 gratefulness to Chuck and Marcy. They unfortunately they're both not here this week. You're stuck with me. Um, Tim does a podcast called SETI Bimco, and uh, you want to talk about you want to talk about setting setting the social media feeds on fire. This guy, I mean, he does it all in his Instagram posts. I, I'm jealous and I'm envious that he takes the time to learn things. You know what I mean? Good for him. Good for you, Tim. Oh, boy. We got one from Corey. Chuck, you're missing this, pal. Here we go. Bat and Spider. Hey, it's Corey. Um, calling you guys. I've been a little behind on episodes, but I finally caught up. Uh, I'm going to drive through right now picking up some lunch, but uh, I can't wait to get home so I can watch Vagrant. That movie sounds so excellent. Thanks for covering it. I'm really looking forward to watching it. Um, the other thing is, speaking of the Three Stooges, you guys mentioned them from that free comic book day. Do you remember, maybe not from the late 70s, they had a cartoon called the Robonic Stooges? Not robotic, but robonic? And they were robots, or robons, I don't know. But inside of them, they were filled with like those folding tape measures. You remember those wooden folding, they fold like Either which way, but anytime they would extend a limb, it was made out of, it was really odd. I'll have to go back and revisit those. Probably not a lot, because they probably suck. But, uh, fond memories, I guess. Maybe. And, last thing, um, I've been revisiting some of the old episodes, but not necessarily the episodes themselves, uh, but the viewer messages and letters and voicemails and stuff, just because I wanted to find the whole origin of Party Line, the Party Line song which is fantastic, um, and uh, only because I've been watching or listening to Tim Hamilton's new podcast, Seti Bimco. You guys probably have heard of it. Anyway, he uses the Party Line song at the end credits because it is a party, piggy Party Line production. R R R. Anyway, uh, but yeah, back to episode 82 is Thirst for you guys, I think is the, the beginning of the Party Line, and then jump to the Sgt. Pepper's episodes for the Party Line remix. All right, love you guys. Keep up all the great work and talk to you soon. Hi, yeah. Can I get a number two on wheat with just meat and cheese combo? Okay. Uh, With a Sprite to drink. Is seven up okay? Yeah, that's fine. Seven up. That's it. Thank you for going week first. Seven up. Thanks so much. Boy. Oh shit. Corey, you knew what you were doing. You brilliant, brilliant man. Uh, what is number two on wheat? I mean, what, what kind of drive-through is this? Where you you we order a sandwich on wheat and a seven up? This voicemail segment sponsored by SETI Bimco. 
Uh, next up uh, is the reason I really wanted to have a voicemail segment because, boy, this is really going to get Dirk's goad. Uh, neon que- ne- neon maniacs question mark. I hope you watch this film. Not that I am paranoid or anything, but I got my eye on you too. Much love, your friend Dirk. Hello, this is Dirk. Um, Dirk Feelgood calling in to uh... Spider. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Are you all right? Yeah. Neon Maniacs. Did you watch it? I hope you did because I watched it. So you better have bloody watched it. Um, you know what? I'm going to stop it there because Dirk, um, we have fun here on the show. Dirk is really paranoid that we we said we're going to watch a movie and then we don't review the movie. What's I mean, Dirk, when have you ever known us to do that? Anybody who listens to Bat and Spider specifically knows that the movies get talked about. Okay? I'm going to save the Neon Maniacs for next week because word on the street is we're still watching it no matter how many two-star reviews come across our our, uh, desk. Okay? But I just wanted to start playing it because um, just to set you off a little bit, you know, make you you uneasy, make us be the ones still in charge kind of thing. Um, And that's it for this week. So... Listen, we love you guys. We'll be back next week with a regular scheduled show. And boy, you know, somebody shut my yammer up. But please visit us at batandspider.com. Support us on Kofi. It really means a lot. And everybody that's done that so far, we love each and every one of you. You you don't understand what it means to kind of put yourselves out there and, and have somebody respond in kind. It's lovely and we're hope we're doing good by you guys um uh if you if you ever had any questions or feedback just email us okay batandspiderpod at gmail.com also call our official bat and spider hotline at 315-544-0966 anyway on with the show this is the very first timed exclusive release of our kofi only episodes jonesy loves beer presents Beastmaster 2, Portal Through Time. Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Master of the Beast. So uh, Chuck and I are here down in the dungeon of the Black Castle. First episode. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens that we have locked down here. Long and deep. Jonesy loves beer. Um, yep. Yeah. We're up. Uh, Pulling him out of uh, the dungeon area into, yeah. like, we have a nice little foyer here right? In, uh, at the gates of the dungeon. Where This is know. actually quite an upgrade from the dungeon that I work at every day for 12 hours or so, so I'm mm. very happy to be here. Yeah. Mm, no, a, problem. no problem. No uh, problem. Um, once we, once Chuck and I heard you were back on the market, uh, Chuck, uh, mm. Jonesy, um, with Dune, I, so it, for those who didn't know, Jonesy just recently guest starred on Dune Pod, and uh, funnily enough, he never gave us first right or refusal to uh, <laughs> to accept or deny whether he could record somebody else before he recorded with us. But you know, so it goes in the business. Sometimes things fall through the cracks. I've never read my addendums to my contract with Paper Cake Radio Syndicate, so if if there was some kind of mm. rider 
yeah. where I had to a- approach the uh, the tribunal. The amount of stuff they they shove into those contracts. It's I mean, no no human. You, you'd be reading that for weeks. Yeah, getting yeah, through I, all that muck. I'm pretty sure somehow H, the uh, host of that show, <laughs> owes the the paper cake syndicate back end points. Uh, you know, whatever numbers he generates off of that show, like my portion just skips me, like does not pass go, does not collect $200, goes directly to, you know, whatever 70 millimeter Patreon slush fund exists or wink doesn't, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Sorry, IRS. So yeah, we're gathered here for one reason, one reason only that's to talk about, well, we give our, our prisoner the, uh, the choice, uh, prisoner's choice. Yeah, in the uh, the black dungeon here, Jonesy. What do we watch? Well, it was this either episode? one liter of uh, Deer Park water, or mm-hmm. I could watch Beastmaster Two through the portal of time. <laughs> uh, and you know, I heard some of my favorite hosts talk about how much they hated water as a kid. So I threw it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I threw that bottle. That's right. Back through the bars, and I said, "Put on Beastmaster, cowards." In your dry, raspy uh, voice. And we wheeled out the, uh, you know, like the VHS on, on the cart, like they, they did in elementary school. And we uh, put in an old tape of Beastmaster 2. What's the sub, sub, subtitle here? Through the Portal of Time. And let me, let me tell the listener to watch Chuck try to get that old VHS to stay in that ancient deck without it popping out and pushing it in and popping out and pushing <laughs> in was like its own Portal of Time. <laughs> as he snaked that little white digit into that <laughs> box to get that tape to stay right. and then took one of his mother's emery boards and betwixt <laughs> the lid and the tape to get it to stay but we made it work the tracking wasn't great but we made it through <laughs> yeah i think the only thing that suffered was the the general yellow the sepianess mm. of the aged videotape yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. has not been cleaned up for streaming. You know, those those mongrels in Amazon Prime haven't had their mitts on it yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, we watched it how it was supposed to be. The only known copy is down here in the humid dungeon. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's got mold on the VHS cardboard. You know, I was surprised you had the original jacket. I thought we were gonna get a Polaroid three camera tone, you know, mm-hmm. dust cover. Yeah, slide in, slide out scenario versus the original foam dust jacket. I was very impressed. Yeah, I expect no less. Yeah, yeah, and this was my first time seeing uh, Beast Master Two in the flesh. How about you guys? Is this was this your first time into the portal? So I, I, so I, I remember the only thing I remember from this movie is uh, Dar being inside Carrie Warrer's kitchen. And the butler making comments. <laughs> the, it's the only thing I remember from this movie. I don't even know if I saw the whole movie before. But what I have to know is, out of all the things Jonesy could have picked, including a liter of fresh, clean water, <laughs> when he suggested it, he suggested Beastmaster 2 through the portal of time. Like he, Yeah, he said the whole title. He knew the whole title off. Like yeah. He didn't even look it up. So I, we have to know, Bat and Spider have to know, Jonesy, what's your history? Well, as we sit here, Bat, Spider, and Crow, I just gave myself my own moniker. Right. Just <laughs> You're in. in. You're in. Put it in the record tapes. 
this old crow. Uh, so we had HBO at a young age. I felt like my friends didn't have home box office, but we did. <laughs> right. Mm. Uh, and we had the, the way to get it was that paddle that sat on the end table. And you had to like go three down and eight across to get to your HBO. Shit. You guys have any idea what I'm wow. talking about right now? Yes. No. no. So there, it was like a brown box that like, it matched your wood panel side table from the seventies or eighties. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember and it those ran a cord there. to the back of your cable box from across the room. And then you like, you had three rows and 10 switches. So if you wanted to watch oh, channel wow. three, it'll be row one, three switches. But then if you want to watch HBO channel 20, one down 10 across. Wow. Does that make that, sense? I mean, no, but uh, this <laughs> this box this box of switches is intriguing me. I mean, we had yeah. I had an illegal cable hookup, but we just had a regular remote control for that thing. I think so. that maybe we're different ages, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, Chuck doesn't know what it is, but he's definitely <laughs> buying it on eBay after after we're yeah, done definitely, He is actually. We're going to pause this episode real quick so he can get on some kind of uh, bulletin board system. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, the original question was: We had HBO like very early on and they didn't have the great licenses that they do now to all these properties. So you might get Beastmaster one and two back to back 1994, 1995. No problem on a Saturday morning Mm -hmm. or Sunday morning. Yeah. So I have probably seen Beastmaster two through the portal of time and unwholesome Amount. Oh my god! Um, wow! At least, at least in the teens. Oh my wow. god! Um, I, I mean, I haven't seen it since I was probably fourteen or fifteen. I mean, I had a thing for the evil witch. Like as I saw her back, mm. she also played. Um, I want to say Ursa in Superman Two, which is yeah. probably where we all saw her first. One of Zod's crew. But I mean, this this was in my wheelhouse. I mean, I love the Masters of the Universe movie, which basically has the same plot of this film. Uh, just with He-Man instead of Dar. Uh, yeah, that totally and, came up, and I, I was like, I was like, okay, did did they did they did the Beastmaster producer see Masters in the Universe and like, oh, this is a way we could make Beastmaster for half the price? Yeah, or uh, I mean, it's got. I mean, I think it costs eight million bucks. They must have spent all that on Mark Singer's wig because none of that eight million <laughs> was was on the screen. No, uh, and listeners, it, it confirmed wig. I. I I had my suspicions, but I, I was just like, no, they just styled it to be, you know, this is 1990 LA, man. This, you know, this is the Sunset Strip hair metal is in full force. I was like, they were just going for that greasy, oily, God, you know, look. This but, was not produced by Aquanet Hairspray. No, but uh, yeah, behind the scenes footage confirms that was a wig job. But the, yeah, pure but, the, wig job. but the wig, I mean, the way it's designed, it's like Sephiroth. It's like cloud. It's, it's like original ver- cloud. Like the middle peak, yeah. the middle to the side <laughs> the peak, peak is so high. It's like three inches high off of the top of off the off the middle of his. They're forehead. like McDonald's arches. Yeah, oh, it's insanely. Yeah. And I couldn't when when uh, they showed the making of. Which props to the VHS that. I know uh, Chuck, your favorite uh, producer, Charles Band, and, and Full Moon Productions would always do this, but they would. Uh, I think this 
Republic Pictures, which was like this. How like, about that house basic, ad for Republic? <laughs> yeah, Republic. So, beginning of the tape. So basically, the straight to, straight to video production company bought the Republic Pictures and turned their name into Republic Pictures, and uh, it's like it's all family video stuff. But they like put all they put a little making of vignette, which is amazing considering it's a VHS. They're just like stick around and watch a fifteen minute vignette of the making of this movie. And yeah. it was, I mean, that was. The best part. That was the best part of this thing. It was actually, in some ways, much better than the film itself. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, here comes a true but maybe not true statement. The first time anyone called anything lit (laughs) was in the back matter of this video when Wings Hauser, Archon himself, referred to his character as he's lit. Hollywood legend Wings Hauser. I love this guy. The more and more I see of him, okay. I am he's he's like r- rising to the top of my list of favorite actors cuz he brings he brings an intensity and he he is like operating above everyone else on the set there oh, yeah. in, in in my belief. I had to think Mark Singer was not happy mm. about the machismo mm-hmm. that Wings Hauser brings to this role, especially you know, Dar is kind of like not. I don't want. To, I want to be kind to Mark's portrayal of famous Beastmaster Dar, <laughs> but he's not exactly. You know, knocking down the doors of charisma. He's, and he's not really like. Maybe I'm wrong, but he like the Beastmaster's not doing a lot in this movie. He's super passive. He's like no. along for the ride, right? I feel like yeah. this. They wanted. Conan mm-hmm. couldn't afford Conan, so they're like, "What other '80s, you know, sword and fantasy character could we plug in mm. to this god awful modern day story and still make it work?" And we got Beastmaster. I mean, you're going, you're going down it. So I'm just going to get into it. When I don't, when I talked about it on our Beastmaster episode of Bat and Spider, you know, Bat, Beastmaster and Dar was like my childhood it was everything to me and i didn't see beastmaster 2 at the right time obviously but dar they just made dar like encino man like he is just (laughs) a goofball out of time and that's all incorrect not out of time one of my main problems with this movie Nobody out of dimension, right? Nobody time travels. <laughs> it's another dimension. Time. It's it's a it's it's another Earth, right? Yeah, I I hope that we weren't expected to synopsize this movie because we just got in. <laughs> we just got deep in the dungeon. At the end of the film, the most aggravating line of this whole movie, and there are quite a few. Mm. Carrie Wurr says, "I'll ha- or if I don't see you again." I'll have to time travel into another world to find you. Oh, what? I'm sorry. If you (laughs) could, didn't happen. I know it's 1994, (laughs) and Carrie, you're on top of the world. Yeah, and you know you're trying to get into Starship Troopers Five. You know, just to make it, you know, another quick twelve grand. (laughs) But if you could just please make any of that believable, and I mean, just a, a, a quick side note. Chuck, this happens to us all the time on the show, but we literally just talked about Carrie Wurr starting in Hitcher 2 for yeah. episode 100 this week. Yeah, which, I mean, it's, it it's kismet. Like, I, I have to do a Carrie Wurr, like, watch-a-thon now. Yeah. Now be a retrospective. Yeah. yeah. There's got to be. I got to watch Hitcher 2. 
I mean, but this has got to be the beginning, right? She was young in this. This has got to be the beginning of her, you know, female yeah, Casper be. Van Dienism career, right? 100%. The, but uh, is she the female uh, Casper? I've been hearing that a lot. Carrie Ware is the female. I, there's probably <laughs> podcasts upon podcasts about <laughs> ruminating over the, the, the exact subject. I couldn't help but be personally offended. I, I, I get, look, I get what Republic had to do to make they wanted to make i mean vhs is around this time they're being rented they're being sold like crazy so they needed to turn something probably you know for a teen in the early 80s who grew up watching beastmaster they turn this into something family friendly because if you're going to make the most money you're 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 popping out a family friendly vhs film right but I yeah, was personally yeah. offended what they did to my Dar <laughs> in this movie. Well, it was like they, they neutered your Dar. That's what they did. Yeah, I, even to have the the animals in the second one feels cheap. It, it's, you know, to yeah, have yeah. Rue and uh, uh, whatever the hell the rest of the animals names are. Chirac. Sorry, no, I, I wanted to goad you into your Chirac impression. <laughs> if we could have it for the tape, please. You wouldn't give me the water. Right. <laughs> Just the Chirac, let it be the water of life. We got to make it happen. It, it's got to happen naturally, but it'll happen. Let me do something quite unnatural. I want to synopsize this movie in the middle. Oh, <laughs> so please right, do. Right, because, yeah. Just we forget how I had, I'm, I had I'm interested to hear your interpretation as well. I, my, I, my eyes are glazing over. I have to look past you into the <laughs> distance. All right. Dar, the Beastmaster, slaying the evil wizard who wanted him dead in an ancient prophecy, the weight of the world on his shoulders, the master of bestial telepathy is now a rebel leader because get this the whole time he had an older evil brother, Arklon. (laughs) And though we did not see this mark in the first film, I swear it was there. He has an A on his hand for Arklon. Which means he's brothers to Archon. Archon, I guess, ran uh, Max as an agent in the first film. A lot of backpedaling going on in the story. So Dar, uh, captured by the evil Archon, escapes. And they chase the Beastmaster with beasts, which seems ill-advised, but they do it anyway. (laughs) And whilst (laughs) this happens, Archon stumbles into the battle gets marked up by the the golden eagle and dons a leather face type mask this is only the first 10 minutes of the movie he's so embarrassed of those wounds yeah. you'd think an yeah. evil ruler would be like well this this adds a certain kind of you know flavor to my look here intimidation Do, as i'm ordering people this movie, to death left and right and by the end of the movie the scars don't <laughs> seem to have healed so this does this movie take place in the span of a day Ten hours? It, Ten years? I think it well, does. Unclear. Well, the whole full moon thing would make it seem that at yes, at least twenty-eight it takes days, place. right? Yeah, you would I, think. Well, I thought it took place in three days. I looked it up. Look, I'm gonna end. I'm gonna stop your uh, little listen, listen, little run dun- through right here to talk dungeon, about the moon. Baby. You do whatever you want. <laughs> so this portal that they have, it only works on the full moon. Okay. And I was Alleged. like, okay, well, how long is a full moon? Because I'm confused about how long this movie's taking in it. So I looked it up. Yeah, alleged. Sorry. Yeah. And most scientists are like, yeah, a full moon is like 
it's like a blink. It's like an instant, like the actual like apex of the fullest mm. of the full moon. Oh wow, you went deep. But to our eye, to the human eye, it's basically full for three days. Oh. Like we can't really tell the difference. So they could be working on that. That they have three days to get in and out. Because to me, it didn't seem like they were in there a month. It really didn't. No. No, because I, like maybe an afternoon. It it did feel like an afternoon because first Carrie and the cops end up in um I first no, first. When I say first, I mean first for real this Listen, time. Can, no. If I could just I want to just help the audience why no. we're so why why this is so difficult. This might be the most poorly edited film of all time. There had to be at least five hours of footage cut down to two and like they don't make sense. There is a point in the first fight where Archon gestures to his soldiers to be still, <laughs> but the ADR says, seize him. <laughs> and it is so jarring. You're like, wait, what? And you don't figure yeah. it out for like 30 more seconds <laughs> that the ADR and the actual physical motion don't match up whatsoever. Yeah. So Dale, forgive yourself. <laughs> right, right. This. Okay, Please, you're right. There are several answers to that, but when I was first offended was... This is really the airing of grievances. Arklon, Arklon and the witch. The witch refers to Arklon before there is even any mention of another dimension or, or L.A., the world of L.A. Lord Arklon, maximum ruler of A-Rock, be any concern of yours. Chill out, Lord Dude. She okay. refers to Arklon being the possible leader of Earth. All of a sudden, yeah. like you, you want to ruin my life. You don't say mm-hmm. that this is Earth. Like this is not. We're not talking about Earth. We're not talking about it's something that is grounded in reality. This is Beastmaster in the uh, the wide open world of whatever. It's not even a D&D planet. Campaign he came. It, campaign he came from. Exactly right. Don't refer to the f- goddamn thing as Earth. And uh, yeah. And really I, I was off. that's when I was super first for real first offended, but then there were other firsts that I was offended. Um, but <laughs> but but, but so Carrie Carrie were and the cops end up in the the earth dimension, you know, like the every, western region is the only name they give it, in this western, film. right? Um, we're in the western region, okay, western region, comma, earth, <laughs> yes, right. And so Dar shows her around, feeds her some roots for a night, and then they're then they go to L.A. Yeah, so L.A. They're in L.A. for twenty eight hours max. They arrive at night, immediately take out the tiger, which is the entire reason for Beastmaster IP. Oh my god! They just they ship the tiger to the L.A. Zoo. It's it's horrifying. It I is. mean, of course we know that's where the climax is going to end up, which is like a huge reach at the end. By the way, I mean, why would you confront the beast master at a zoo? (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Why did wings? Why did he run there? Why? Why was that the place? Oh, I'll get the guy who can communicate with animals at the place with the most animals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the Black also, Witch said okay. this is where we can we this is where we need to find our dimension again or something. I don't know. I don't know. Right. Chuck the portal I don't know. that has a key. The portal. And the key. Listen for oh, the key. Listen, the key could do anything. <sighs> oh god. You, want... you didn't mention that it was the key until the end yeah. of the movie. The key and can that portal set off was operating techniques. 
It was operating without that key. Fine, by the way. Oh, yeah. A wave of the hand got the portal yeah. going just a moment ago. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, right. you know, in Act 3, the key was necessary. Yeah. It, it was almost like there were two separate movies being made. There was the Earth movie, and then there was the, well, I, the other Earth think, movie being I made. I genuinely like, don't think had it had to had edit it together. Yeah, I, exactly right. Yeah, there, I, there's a little bit of that. Like, there's yeah. like they didn't have the logic of this portal down, and I think they were kind of just they had to make it in the editing room. There were, and there was a, like yeah, your ADR comment. There's a lot of ADR of like they yeah. were like adding in like a lot. There were a lot of oh, you know, exhausting comedic lines that they were pumping into this like oh, he got the if, point if there was a face turned away from the camera they would shove in another oh, yeah. there oh. <laughs> wings hauser on his perfect teeth oh god every second i, I struggle <laughs> to find anything <laughs> imperfect about wings hauser how about the green and black blazer he switched into oh boy his well no, he, change I, I, I love that he kept his armor on to put that blazer on over it that was, <laughs> yeah, that was cool. nice it was a nice touch <laughs> <laughs> but the but the, I wanted I mean, to go ahead. I no, I was just going to bitch about the key and his gun. Do like it. he literally brings <laughs> a get gun. it out before he just. Why have this high priest? I know, I know, I know. We're just retrofitting this. The we're just stomping over the original to sell a family movie. I get it. <laughs> But why have this dark priest like set up this, uh, you know, this village and sacrifice children and and do all this off stuff when Arklan can just come up with this gun, gun in the Western region knife fight and just point the gun and just do whatever he wants with this gun? Why ripped? Why is Rip Torn, uh, you know, like scouting ahead and setting up religions? Just point your gun at people and to and and say. You know, worship me because you see what happens. I just lit your family on fire because I pointed this key at it. I I accept that the world of Beastmaster has magic, and of course there is some sort of magic wand. I was on board, you know, the first one. Okay, all right. So he's got a magic laser. I get it. I'm with it. But that's not all it can do. If you need a strong wind, it can do that. Do you need a chasm? To a fiery pit open. Oh, yeah. And also that. do that. There, <laughs> I mean, right. this is. I, like, I think I saw it light a cigarette too at one point. Yeah. It, <laughs> I'm sure when they wanted to sleep at night and they were in an old Buick that could also start the motor. All right. Yeah. Put it in turn drive. the heat on. Yeah. Like, I mean, turn the, the heat key, on if it was trapped in a snowstorm. I want to propose a flashback where two writers with yellow legal pads ingest. The psilocybin mushrooms. <laughs> and while high, they are writing the script. And when they hit a bump in the road where they can't quite focus, we'll just make the key do that. The dual right. laser yeah, will solve need, all our yeah, problems. Yeah. We need to set up a joke where the detective that's the straight man in this whole story has to know what a broken window feels like. So we have to break two windows. How do we do it? <laughs> Fuck man, can the key break a window? Yes. Yeah. Can the key, the key break, break a window? Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Right. Um, can we uh, since you invoked the uh police force in this, I gotta bring up these two <laughs> guys. So we got the lead detective on the case of the the Beastmaster is uh Uncle Phil from yeah. uh Fresh. He Prince looked of great Air. too. He looked amazing. Looked James really Avery, great. He looked amazing. He brought it, he was bringing the comedic you yeah. know, this, this bit takes, he was like, Oh, I can't believe this. You know, he was doing it. And then, but Do he's you like, think this guy with a tiger could wait till Monday. 
Yeah. Regular, regular How about James. this little guy? Like Inspector Poindexter is what I named him. I don't yeah. remember what his real name oh, was. Oh, I remember. I read it down. Bandowski. Bandowski. Right, yeah. And he had, he was, have you ever seen a detective with a bow tie before? No, had, I feel like we saw it a lot after. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This guy, he Sorry. paved the way. He paved the way for four foot one police detectives. <laughs> You know how you're it wasn't until the very end that I there was like a wide shot of him and I was like, oh my god, he oh, is no. four foot one. Yeah, no, it was like Peter Jackson, like yeah, like he's Elijah Wood <laughs> in the forefront, and James Avery is like it was sickening how they they managed to get both of their heads on screen at the same time. I mean, why didn't they? Maybe they maybe they cast him as like you know the. Beastmaster version of an elf or something, and then they were like, "We gotta, we gotta make this. <laughs> we gotta find cheaper. something you're for just, him to do. You're gonna be a police detective. Can you it's bring a- your own clothes? <laughs> right. It turns out we only have this one chasm set, and he's not gonna wear. He's not gonna fit in that. So he needs to be in L.A. somewhere. How about the most unbelievable part of Beastmaster Two through the portal of time mm. is Bandowski getting accepted to the police academy and getting through? <laughs> Yeah, how oh, yeah. is that the wildest yeah. thing? I mean, because oh, yeah. he couldn't go to Vietnam, they wouldn't let him go there. So oh, definitely I definitely mean, not. So like, it's true. But he insists it's because of his astigmatism, not because of his height. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, and 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 it, Carrie Warner. I mean, sure, her. Like, I feel like I'm hating on this movie, and that's not what we're about here. But no, listen, no, I love ca- let's get out of the way. I, mean, I but, love this movie. Okay, good. It there is we just go. Genuinely flawed. Yeah, right. I honestly, would, I, I think it could be way. I, I think it could be fifty percent more enjoyable if you cut a half an hour out of it. Because yeah, th- how is and this, this movie's an hour and forty five minutes? It's insane. Yeah, how it's is it? Long. How is it longer than eighty eight minutes? How is it? Oh my god! Than, and that's long. That would be know. long. And you can feel it. Like those last, the last few scenes, they go on so long. They like really drag. Like they must have been hitting. Maybe it was like an HBO, like they got to hit a certain minute length to like fill out the time slots. Yeah. I don't know. I, I could get there with you, Chuck. It definitely mm, felt yeah, like the end fight was very <laughs> terribly cut. I mean, I feel like it's uncomfortably long that we watch him fall down that pit where they just superimpose <laughs> a picture of a regular fireplace over him <laughs> to suggest oh, yeah, that he's great. on fire. <laughs> oh, my God. God. With like uh, about, okay. overhead projector, Sorry. clear, <laughs> like clear sheets, print with a fire printed on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, we could, we could, man, we could talk all day at the, the inconsistencies. Like, like when he 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 reads the mind of that drunk naval officer to like yeah. gain the knowledge to get into mil- the military base to steal a the power bomb. that they they had and, not sourced yeah. at all. And that's a, yeah. that's and like he, an right, hour yeah. and fifteen minutes in. <laughs> I know he's like, oh, by the way. I've had this power the whole time. I love how that's the, the thing is this of- movie tricks you. It's like you, you're like you see the title Portal of Time and you're like, oh god, you know they're gonna come to modern day Earth. This is gonna suck. But they kind of they spend a lo- a lot longer in Beastmaster Earth than I expected. So you're yeah. like, oh okay, this this they're not gonna be on Earth that long. This is kind of cool. Uh, but then but then you realize there's three hours left in the movie. Yeah yeah, yeah right. The L A. I, it definitely did not jive with my memory of the movie, which was they're only on Dar's Earth for like five minutes. And they, because yeah. I mm-hmm. thought the man out of time stuff, like I must have a much fonder memory of this movie than the film we got, which I mean, of course, is clear as we talk about it. 
like in my childhood memory, I'm like, yeah, he does all this cool stuff, like interacts with modern day, the Beastmaster interacting with <laughs> modern day <laughs> people. And right. I'm like, I'm so psyched to rewatch this movie. And the color would just drain out of my face. I'd be like, oh my God, this is. <laughs> How can I suggest this movie to, to Chuck and Dale? They're, they're never going to yeah, forgive right. me after they watch right. this thing. Oh no, this is our, this is our bread and butter. The this couple we live for. There's like at least. Bat and Spider and Crow. There again. Oh, yeah. The it's always been this way. One hundred episodes and counting. Bat and spider and yeah. crow. The way Dar points at things, and then the camera solely focuses on his hand and his finger pointing at what he is pointing at. <laughs> He's like, "Am I supposed to eat this food or or watch it?" And then he uses his hand to point. And then there's a camera shot of his hand pointing around the plate. And the same right. when he's staring at a picture of Carrie Warrer singing. What am I looking at here? And then there's a camera shot of just What are these hand. images? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to take a we bit to talk a about sh- the fourth yeah. wall. Wow. Oh, yeah. We, we, have, we have a montage of this movie, which just surprised nobody, of uh, Carrie Warrer and their, uh, their Mercedes-Benz convertible driving around L.A. as one does mm-hmm. with the Beastmaster. And he's, you know, oh, you know, cave. Man, Encino Man, total Encino Man moment. Dale hit it on the head. Yeah. Um, he sees a movie marquee that says Beastmaster 2 through the portal of time. Oh now, my. the most insulting part is not the fact that they broke the fourth wall. I'll even give you that two similar cultures develop the English language at the same time and can communicate clearly. <laughs> but the Dara understands the written word of 1990s <laughs> LA puts together that this must be about him and the adventure that he's on all to do a triple take for our benefit. Come on. Oh my God. Like, I think there was another fourth wall break. I think it was a uh, Lorana, Sarah Douglas. She, I think she referred to her to general Zod in this movie. Did you catch that? I think when, when the, the dual laser didn't work, she, she like turned to the camera basically and was like, I, uh, one of my old partners used to have that problem or something. Oh yeah. And I, I think she's talking that, about oh my God. Superman too. I couldn't believe it. I was, that infuriated me. <laughs> and then but the- what didn't infuriate me was Dale, you you mentioned it, this kitchen lunchtime scene yeah. with the, uh, the very nervous Butler. Am I yeah. to gaze I, upon it? <laughs> that, yes. that was my favorite. I mean, that was worth, Almost two hours right there. Am I to eat it so, or am I to gaze upon it? I do you know that <laughs> when she drives into the portal, Carrie were she's late for her sister's wedding. A plot oh, yeah. that is never picked up again for the rest of the movie. Oh my now, god. Now imagine how much better this would be if we cut to someone's you know, someone is about to get married, where the whole family party's there, where's the sister? Mm-hmm. And she walks in an address with Dar as her date, and like that's or, the ending. And Dar, or somehow, dancing, you know, you know what I mean. Or somehow, like Wings killed one of the bridesmaids, and now Dar's in oh his bridesmaid's God. dress. Yeah. Or, or what if the final fight is at the wedding? Oh yes, my God! Oh my God! The yeah. bridal party turns around, and it's a uh, Archon in a tux, now a tux with that armor on, mm-hmm. <laughs> and shooting the key at Dar. And the right. tiger is, and at the end, the tiger is the ring bear. Oh. Has, and we can finally that. see the full wrath of Senator Trent on screen. Yeah. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Revealing see what, himself. See what powers he has. <laughs> they just, Are they we remake Master 2. Yeah. Are, Are we, we <laughs> putting up a, a Patreon tonight 
with the the, the premise of remaking Be- mm-hmm. Beastmaster Two. I guarantee we can get Mark Singer on board as you know in a flashback as is playing playing the original uh, Lord Zed, his father. Right. Like we <laughs> yeah, make yeah. that. I mean, I I think Mark. I think he's got it in him to do. I'm sure his body still looks great and. We, 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 I mean, they need to do like a Dark Knight Returns of the Beastmaster. I mean, you know? yeah. listen, Mark Singer, total mismatch in this movie. He's 10 years older. He's yeah, aged yeah. in the face, but he's still ripped like a brick S house. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like his, I mean, listen, Mark Singer could get it in this yeah, movie. Yeah, I would like you know rap. I mean? He looked good. I would let, like, Zero I would make five. him ride. I, I would take a ride on hit with him and his Indian motorcycle, and I would wrap oh, both yeah. of my arms around his <laughs> his rock solid torso. Why? Why? Starship is playing in the background. Uh-huh. We will build mm. this dream together. I did like that the uh, the Porsche had garnered pilgrims already by the time Dar gets back. Oh yeah, and they thought it was uh, a relic from God, and then they play mm-hmm. rock and roll. And See that was our, good. Yeah, I like that. I like that. That was that maybe the only fun cheeky part of the whole. Movie. And we had we had a little bit of B movie stunt casting there with uh, Michael Berryman as the one of the pilgrims. Wow. That's right, man. Pilgrim. Classic. Yeah. How about um one of what's what Wings Hauser's bodyguards was Robert Zadar, the maniac cop yeah. himself. I mean, if you see his jaw, you'll recognize him. Yeah, everybody. Right. He's hard to miss. Yeah. Yeah, there, there there was a yeah, there were a lot of people popping up in this that surprised me. Are we remaking the beast? I just I think, can't get over it. I just <laughs> there's room for improvement. The, the three of us with the psilocybin mushrooms <laughs> writing the new script, <laughs> carrying on the legacy. I think I think we t- we could handle script duties the three of us and then maybe Chuck Chuck has the artistic talents to maybe we oh, spin 100%. this into like a you know, like some sort of written illustrated page 25 year old anniversary of our remake one of the most wanted rates of all time <laughs> we sell chuck storyboards as merch it's <laughs> <Right. with> 25 <laughs> 25th anniversary release for whatever right podcast now? is uh for whatever podcast is carrying this uh carrying on 25 years from now i think the main thing with this is like the family stuff i don't know they could have made a good family movie but they could it have. feels could like have. that they chose not that, to but they could i think have. that that like messed him up because I don't know, like maybe it's this director. I, it seemed like he wanted to make a three stooges movie or something, you know, that it was so much goofy. It was too goofy. There's, you know, and it, it just, most Alfred. of the goofiness didn't pay off. You wanted more. And there's like no blood. Like I wanted to see some heads get locked. There's no off, fighting. You know? There's no anything. Yeah. There's no thieving by Kodo and Poto. Like the stars of Beastmaster one, they don't mm-hmm. do anything. They Some would argue yeah. the two most important characters in Beastmaster 1. Yeah, yeah. one hunt, one I think, I think Chuck true. argued that in that episode. By the way, Poto suddenly resurrected. We didn't talk about that at all. Right. He's not PJ. He's, He's not Poto cat. Jr. He's, you know. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. They didn't die the uh, cat. You know, they just had a regular tiger. Yeah. Well, I think that cat <laughs> didn't make it. Chuck, <laughs> that cat poor, had abscesses all over his body after the filming of Beastmaster 1. <laughs> I mean that cat. They just probably just you know who knows, and that's how PETA was formed after Beastmaster (laughs) won. Right, (laughs) but I mean it's so it's twisted that I thought this, but I'm like we see the making of vignette at the end of the movie, and this director is talking about how there's a Beastmaster is a a fun family, is a hero for a new, and it's like exactly what this guy. This is the movie 
that this guy exactly wanted to make. Like you he could just tell. To make oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Abbott and Costello meet the Lone Ranger. That's what yeah. he wanted. I I just clicked on his name, the director. This is the only thing he's written, directed, and he's just produced oh, a bunch of other stuff. So this is not. Mm-hmm. Somehow he shot. It was like, either his shot or it was like the director they had. They had to eat or and he just had to step in. You know. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you, I I almost crapped myself if if ever I knew. I maybe at one point in my life I knew there was a Beastmaster three, but I don't did not remember that. And when I started going down that rabbit hole, I was like, oh my effing lord! Now <laughs> I have to see it. Wait, I was well, I was yeah. definitely and familiar with the beat. We're gonna with, have to make a trip to the dungeon to bring back yeah. this guy. Oh, absolutely for that. I mean, this is a luxury deluxe dungeon. So I mean, I'm yeah. I, I'll come back anytime. People like it. You know, you guys. Thank you for uh, seeing that. Eventually. You're going to run out of Tales from the Crypt, and there is a three seasons of Beastmaster TV show for you to watch. Wow. Three seasons. Oh, my gosh. Keep that chambered. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. That's you know right. what I mean, babe? That's Keep right. Ready. I re- I was, uh, and that's like syndication gold. Uh, I watched a few episodes of that. I never watched them all, but. Oh, my God. True. Now Dale's on the rack. Okay. Yeah. Like Beastmaster TV show? Yes. I feel like. That was like Conan Sword was a big thing for me when I was a kid. Uh, the katana from the original Highlander movie was an important sword for me. Obviously, He Man Sword was was Darth Sword a thing? Was that like a through point in all three movies? Was that a thing that people collected? I couldn't remember. Sword? Was that the same sword that he had in the first one? That with that curved edge, yeah, he I had like a it kat- might be. yeah, he def it definitely was it curved was? Okay. katana type sword. I I think this one is a little more like saberish. It was a long like saber, a scimitar like. almost. Yeah, yeah, straight. Yeah. It was cool. I'm was looking cool. at the poster of Beastmaster Three, the Eye of Braxis, and he has the straightest, broadest sword in the world on that Jesus. one. Eye of Braxis. Who knows? Oh my God! So next <laughs> Thursday, I'll be back in the dungeon. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it's happening! It's happening! Bat, Spider, and Crow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it again until it becomes a thing. <laughs> how can we see this? How can we see this through? It's, it's app. And how about Carrie War insisting on taking the bad guys for like a uh, a '90s shopping montage, but not Dar oh does not God. change his clothes not once. Yeah, that Mark Singer must have had something in his contract where he only wears one costume. Yeah. <laughs> All he does is put that uh, uh, Curious George Man in the Yellow Hat outfit on. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> I know. What was – were oh, they – so, they must have been so worried about the branding of the Beastmaster. They're like, we can't have a coat on him for this long, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> we Mark did all this work. Look at that body. Yeah, where's the sea gutters I at? Know. Get those out again. I mean, <laughs> you know at some point, like, some big-name director with, you know, let's call him – J.J. Abrams was an intern on this movie, and he all he did was right. Crisco Mark Singer's body. That's all he did, right? Yeah, Mr. Singer, you're we're gonna have to stop you real quick. We need to apply another layer of oil. We just had a little brush and a little can, and we just yeah, yeah. Know, and like he's Tom Sawyer on the fence, just right. Mark Singer's abs. And Mark Mark Singer is having like a business meeting with his agent at the time. He's just talking, like he's trying to talk to the producer about how serious you know this movie is and if he needs to be in it i have an idea for a show where a plane crashes do you have time (laughs) get out of here kid give me my wig one more one more positive thing i gotta i love this version of swamp thing muck monster that his aunt um, our encounters was yes 
who told him about yeah. Archon. Yeah. In my youth, I practiced the forbidden rituals and eventually evolved in, into this wretched creature that stands before you. I mean, it was kind of hard to hear what this guy was saying. Or is it? Was it a she? It was a she? I, was a sister? I wanna. I believe in my heart, it was his aunt. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. It was his aunt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought, thought she so said so. plant. No, well, kind of <laughs> the same. <laughs> and she winks at the camera. <laughs> yeah. But I love, I mean, whoever was in FX department worked hard on this costume. Did oh, yeah. Could, and did a great job. They had. It was yeah. amazing. I loved it. It was weird half, man, half woman, half uh, plant mm-hmm. that was like eight feet tall. And then yeah. sat down on a tree to have an exposition dump with Dar. That was, yeah. so, it was it almost it actually was, kills Dar. Like Dar wasn't going to make it. And then he's and then it's like, oh my god, heart. I have another family member I just found out about. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> if I could, I, I know we'll wrap it up here. But what is it about any movie in the 1980s? And the plot is to steal a nuke, no matter what it is, <laughs> James Bond. <laughs> Under Siege, Under Siege 2. Yeah. Yeah. Beastmaster Broken 2. Arrow. If, um, if a nuke isn't being stolen, there are no stakes. Yeah. No. Yeah. If the world isn't going to end in nuclear winter. There are no stakes in the 1980s or 90s. It was on everyone's minds. I, I did like uh, Lorana's honesty about what did she call it? The uh, like ruling with by terror or something like that? The balance, the balance of, terror. of terror. Yeah. I love that. I was like, man. Right. Sarah Douglas. <laughs> like, where are you at, girl? Call I me. know, right? I know. She was fantastic. I mean, all those bosoms jokes. She had like three bosoms jokes. One act of betrayal and I'll cleave your black heart from your bosom. Surely such a valiant warrior such as you can think of a better use for my bosom. And she played it straight the entire time at no point did yeah. it look like she was fatigued from being in this movie <laughs> oh th- and speaking of threads carrie word just sends her off to go uh tell her dad about what's happening and we never see her again yeah i had to like that- i had to rewind the vhs remember guys when i rewound it and because I, I was like what happened to yeah. sarah douglas jonesy and i yeah. looked at each other like what's and we doing? were like super, super nervous <laughs> that that tape would never play again <laughs> Yeah, I know it, it, was, it, it was a we'll risk. Never, it's it's the third act, Chuck. Are you sure? Right. We gotta. We have to finish <laughs> this movie. It was a risk, but yeah. There's a quick line. Carrie's like, "Hey, can you go tell my dad about what's happening here?" <laughs> what? Yeah, but they don't even show her like leaving, like getting out of the car or anything. They just drive off, and then the next time we see, cut the car, to our version where she's the date of Carrie's dad. At the wedding. There we go. Oh, yeah. She and she, she marries a powerful senator. Yep. She gets what she wanted. She, get what she, she wanted. gets power on earth. Yeah. She got hers. You know? There we go. Yeah. Uh, that was another thing. It's She's all like, there. She, she knew immediately what a senator was. She's yeah. like, it's yeah. not a ruler of the well, world. She also but... knew what a car was, but then didn't know how to pronounce LA. <laughs> I'm going to like this L.A. You've seen a Studebaker. Well, how do you not know Los Angeles? Oh, man. Let's spend the rest of the night tearing the shit out of this movie and rebuilding it for our own. I insist. But other than that, I loved it. it yeah. Other than I, that, I just, it, was a, it was a fun watch. Sorry and you're welcome to everybody we made watch this movie to listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah. It was worth it. Absolutely worth it. 
before you guys lock me back in the dungeon, then I do appreciate not. I'm, but, I'm gonna, me while you're while you're saying this, I'm going to put your uh, shackle your shackles back on, please. That's okay, and they're super comfy, okay. guys. Just so you know, if you're ever in the dungeon, they don't make the shackles too tight. <laughs> Thank uh, you for saying that. You know, I I we don't know what they do dishwasher wise, but the clay bowls where I get my gruel. Does mm-hmm. not transfer taste from previous meals or Good. any other liquid or solid that may be in the bowl. So, you know, they're going to get high marks. Uh, the Iron Maiden, the spikes don't quite penetrate the skin. So it's really just a more of a fear game. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I really do appreciate that for my complexion as it is. You know, I have big pores anyway. We prefer uh, theater of the mind as opposed to real. Yeah, uh, and, and it works violence, you know? on a lot of levels. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, Big pores. But thank you for having me. Um, you know, shake the that crusty bread at me again when you want me to come up for the next <laughs> movie and I'll I'll come running. We are in your debt, but also we you owe us your life and you could be killed at any moment. That's what just remember that. Well, that's the risk you take when you get on with this crew. That's right. <laughs> love love and love and hate and threatening. All right. All hail the master of beasts. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Jonesy. Thank you, Dale. I love you. Love you, guys. Being here. Love you. And uh, we'll see you next time, everybody, in the dungeon. The black dungeon. Jonesy. Do I also dungeon? Do I also get on this? Yeah. Dungeon. Oh, Koto and Koto. Talk about your wild weekends. This one goes down in the record book. Sword fights to the death. Thermonuclear destruction. Time travel to a land that doesn't have gas stations. I mean, how much fun can a girl take? Mm. <laughs> Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Since you lived, I feel a change in me. Rock and roll. Day after day, night after night I search the sky And I call out your name You're not here
emergency and tell him I will not be responsible. For what? For a, a, a pterodactyl and a bunch of rats loose in the house.